Yeah, Mike, check. We there? <clears throat> yep, we're in there. You are in there. We are in there. Yes, sir. See, I got to make sure. Now, do is it best to lean up in here for the audio is, quality? It, audio quality wise, it is best. Um, yeah. You can move that to the edge edge of the table and raise it up a little bit. Oh, that was mine actually. Okay. <laughs> you can move that to the end of the table though, like, and then move it up. Uh, move like the this level. here. You can actually move the level up as <laughs> oh, well. You want to jump on? Come on, right here. Like right in here. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's gonna be twenty-five. Let me get in here. No. <laughs> <Yep>. Perfect. <clears throat> yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. And then a woo woo woo. What's that? <laughs> Got a wee 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 wee. <laughs> Cause I love you. Drew, we so, jumping onto this? So this thing. Yeah, let me uh, tap that. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's the thing, right? So yeah. we um. Technically recording, but we're not live yet, so just don't say nothing wild. Just so you know. Oh, right now? Mm-hmm. Just so he knows, because he was about to start talking. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, but that's the thing. So we're supposed to kind of continue to move, um, you know, in the space of um, success. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I hope you got it structured, because I'm ready to um, download some information to you. Because as we continue to move, as we continue to see the intellectual property, that is always... No, no, no. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. You can do a sound check though. Check, check. Oh, it's not on. I don't know if it's picking up. Cause I can't. Oh god. Lena. <laughs> check, check. Yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah. You gotta sit around a little bit. Yeah, sing to the ladies, man. <laughs> no, check, check. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can hear you. Can, you, check. Check. can you hear me clearly? That's yeah. all I'm asking. You gotta Keith sweat it. I can't hear you. But yeah, I mean, we're, I'm ready though. Are you oh, ready? Yeah. Let me, uh, let me G money. Make sure you don't look shiny. Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I always look shiny. You watching Orange is the New really? Black? Not now. Uh, you know, I have not. You're busted. I don't get my nose You're busted. shines all the time. You know, is that some Orange is the New Black shit? I heard it's pretty yeah. good. Oh, right. okay. I haven't yeah. heard that. I heard it's pretty good, though. It's it pretty is. good. Yeah. I, I, I you didn't enjoy it? I feel like we should hit that topic on this. We can. We can. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not with that. Okay. We said you know. No, no. See, this should have been okay. That should have been okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go, Shane. You ready? Let's do it. Uh, yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Three Oak Podcast, where even the artists can be fans. AJ the Menace. Shane M. Petty. Mr. Uh, Gerald Cobb. Okay. I didn't know if you wanted to do first yeah, and yeah, last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was going to. You pointed introduce. at him. I pointed at him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, and brother? The professor. Oh, shit. That's it. Pro- All right. Professor Love. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. And today on the episode, we have, like he introduced himself as, Gerald Cobb. This yes, is sir. AKA G Money. Yeah. There it is. This is somebody that I probably, I know since March. Yes. And he's always been, always been solid. I'm definitely a fan of this dude. That's the whole point of the podcast. Totally. Interviewing people that we're fans of. Yeah. And one thing that always stuck out about me to him. Yes. This man's vocabulary was through the roof. We got a taste bro. of it over there. I was yeah. like, holy dog, shit, I got to get my dictionary. Man, dog. Yo, that vocabulary is real, dog. So That means a lot. Yeah, yeah. Hey, totally. Yeah, yeah, not a problem. But uh, yeah, we can go ahead and get it cracking, man. We can start from the beginning. Uh, tell us what, what, what you do. Sure. So, um, you know, I provide solutions for all individuals to just continue to be a part of everyone's success. And, you know, that's why, um, you know, I appreciate having this opportunity with, you know, these wonderful, you know, uh, brothers that are successful, um, connecting with uh, AJ DeMinis, um, you know, being a part of his energy. Um, has just allowed me to, well, thank you. you know, just continue, continue to connect and, you know, just, uh, you know, grow things, um, you know, as far as within the space. Um, so what I do is connect, you know, with, uh, from a consultative perspective uh, within the uh, healthcare. 
arena uh, to ensure that everyone uh, is compliant, but also have things tailored to you know uh, themselves individually. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, we just continue to generate revenue and partner and just AKA uh, secure that bag. Secure, secure. <laughs> the bag is what, is what it's all about. Exactly. So, you know, um, you know, we're just always staying, staying connected, you know, yeah. having productive conversation and, you know, putting things, I, I say real time uh, in the space. So, yes, you know? sir. And that's why, you know, I'm here to, you know, share this energy with these brothers and, you know, go ahead and, um, you know, yeah. get it going. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, right, so Mr. Secure the bag. Man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what I've heard is you got some, some juice that you want to discuss here today. <laughs> juice about what? It all depends on I, what we're talking about. I feel like there's <laughs> some juice that needs to hit the table. Let's do it. Oh. Some words of exchange. A topic came up. I feel oh, like really? something. I feel like something was pretty, pretty good. Oh. Pretty amazing. This sounds amazing. And, I wish and, I knew what it was. And you disagree, brother? <laughs> oh, talking about really? orange is the new black. I'm talking about it. No, say like orange is no orange <laughs> is the new black. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Orange is the no, brand no, no, no. new black. I'm, I'm gonna get to it, but I want to knock. I wanna, okay, we're gonna yeah, knock that out. Yeah, yeah. I want to knock that out. If he's probably gonna try to stress this out because he knows it's coming. No, so right. once the new black conversation come up, skip ahead. Because, man, yeah, yeah. So, but, um, orange, but orange is the new black though. We're not talking about like you know um, the Netflix original. We're talking about the Netflix original, okay. and we all know they yeah, always hit prison. hard. Okay, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, but why does prison have to be associated with the new black? Mm, I see what you're saying, mm, but the way I think they, <laughs> but I think the way they design that's a scene for everything, actually, yeah, right? That's, but that's, I, that, let's do it. Let's that's do an it. interesting question. I like how you try to let's throw a shot it. in there. I like, yeah, yeah. It was an <laughs> interesting <laughs> question. However, I think you're focusing too much on the title and not the content itself, which is like judging a bunch of by his cup. No, 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 not that. But I see what you're saying, though. You're pretty much, but this is how they equated it, though. Where the orange is the new black. Where I think fashion-wise, like black is like. They so always say that, yeah. It's always like black clothes, black yeah. like pink is the new black. Like yeah, exactly, everybody, everybody's yeah. wearing it. Fashion wise, exactly. Fashion everybody's wise, doing it. Something's always the new black because okay. black is such a prominent color. Yeah, I think sure. that's how they did it because if you look at her background, yeah. the main character's background was some rich rich girl from like the valley in California okay. that ended up in in jail. So. Yeah. Her, okay. I, I think it's a play on words. It generates revenue. Oh. And I've seen every oh, yeah, season. Yeah. I've, I've seen every season. I've seen every episode. I think it's a play on words. Okay. Hmm. The reason I say that is the first season, what we got? We got. Hmm. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Real quick. I don't want to cut, but we have to jump into the interview. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We got to jump into the interview. This, okay. has to, this has to go yeah, to the yeah, end. We bro. can go to the interview. To. I just want to say, we're going to the interview. Somebody took a shot of orange to the new black. Yeah. Y'all talked about it. Again. <laughs> I tried to defend myself, and now we're going back to the interview. Okay. But we got to go back to the interview. Okay. <laughs> so, it. all right. So, I want to start from the beginning. No. Let's so, do let's do it. Let's do it. Where Where are you from, my brother? Yeah. So, I like to consider myself being a little bit from everywhere. Okay. Indigenously, you know, from the North Carolina area. So, I'm a North Carolina native, man. Okay. All right. So, um, you pretty much your whole life then, right? Yeah, man. Totally. Oh, shit. Born yeah. and raised? Yeah. So, you know, I'm a part of the interwoven uh, fabric of, you know, what everyone is able to kind of like enjoy today here in the area. Because, um, you know, my family's from here. We've, uh, you know, kind of uh, created and moved within the North Carolina area to, um, you know, uh, create opportunity. Yeah. So it's awesome to, you know, kind of say that I'm from somewhere that my uh, legacy has been able to, you know, continue moving and, and prospering and opportunity in the area. Yeah, totally. yeah, that is nice. Sure. So now, uh, so like your upbringing wise, since you're from the area, like yeah. what, 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 so how was your upbringing, parents, stuff like that? Yeah, man, just hard, you know, working folks, you know, just yeah. uh, individuals that, um, you know, love tradition and was able to get kind of like that, you know, connection of the throwback, I would say, um, experience from my grandparents. 
So you know, okay, we were, we so were, you, were, okay. you were you were raised by the okay, village, so right? Yeah, exactly. You're from here. Your parents from here. Your grandparents from here. That is correct. Okay, so we're dealing yeah. with a straight up native North here. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah, is yeah, this is North Carolinian. Yeah. This is 100 percent Oakland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is 100 percent authentic. 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 Yeah, authentic. We're talking yeah, about generational. That's why. That's, that's, that's yeah. And from that, there, like your family, is that where you got sort of like your drive for business? Was from them? Or? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's um, it's, it's not only just the drive. Um, it's just more or less your contribution and purpose as far as once okay. you understand the brand, what you're actually representing in the space. Yeah. And that's kind of what the you know, once you define that, that's kind of what moves it forward. To be honest with you. Yeah, okay. Totally. Nice. So, um, so with your parents, so since you were you were kind of raised by the village in that sense, like when it comes totally. to the the both parents and the yes. grandparents. Yes, it's kind of like the uh, now, now. The thing is, I got to just bring a little bit more framework around that. Okay. Because you know, I want to go ahead and like you know just you know bring the continuity to this experience is like that. Um, I guess it's like one of those pictures. Like if you imagine back in the day, you think of like all the stereotypes, like watermelon, cotton fields. Oh, okay. You're thinking like. You know, biting into like a nice um, tomato, yeah, know, straight off the vine. Yeah, like you know, say add a little bit of salt to it. The condensation on the lemonade glass and uh-huh. just swirl it around on the front porch. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. kind of like. Yeah. So <laughs> that's yeah. kind of that's, that's how that's how we that's, that's how, how you came up. That's how we came up. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're authentic. You know? I'm over there. Yeah, yes sir. <laughs> you know? Okay. Like you know, the fan. traditional. Yeah, the fan. Exactly. Church fan. Totally. 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 People hanging out every Sunday. That's North Carolina living, man. Sunday Sunday dinners every Sunday. It was all about family, man. It was all about. That's what's up. You know, truly, uh, you know, building for purpose, man, and you know, moving things forward. So, uh, so when it came to the music inside of your household, what was the type of music that y'all that you grew up on and you were playing? All gospel. All got okay. All gospel. Every from from start to finish. Start to finish. Were you one of the kids that went to church five times a week? Always. <laughs> yeah. And vacation Bible school. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you know, I, I did I the vacation the, Bible school. In, in, you know? Vacation in the choir and in, in the church choir and all that. You know, yeah. that's what you do. You know, that's that's the bloodline of, of what we also represent. You know, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're through that that bloodline there. So uh, a lot of ministers in the family. So I've always kind of been tied in on that. On, on the religion side of it too. Yeah. On okay. The discernment and you know just a, defi- a divine assessment on certain scenarios. Yeah. So, um, since it was mainly Christian music, did your parents or did the people in your uh, household equate um, hip hop to the secular music? Did oh, they, oh man, yeah. was that is that what you heard? <laughs> yeah, was so that a, that's a that's, that's what that's what's so absolutely extraordinarily phenomenal <laughs> yeah. about you know just being able to be um, you know connected to guys like yourselves to be able to share this mm-hmm. because this is is what's totally just like the best part of it. Like hip hop, you know, the current state and what people see as, you know, what's rap, what's pop, you know, and I know we'll get there. Yeah. But, you know, it's awesome to say that, you know, my me being a nineties guy, you know, 90s I, to am, the core. I am like the uh the litmus of, you know, the Motown essence of hip hop as we know okay. it today. Yeah. Um so therefore, you know, it's something where uh hip hop was something that was organic, it was new, so I introduced it into my home for the first time. Oh, so, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how old my, were you when you did parents, that? Oh, man. So the first one was actually when I um, got turned on to uh, N.W.A. Oh, uh, so that was <laughs> you brought that, you brought that yeah, home to a gospel home first? That was the first rap, hip-hop album I ever heard. It was through one of the guys that was in the neighborhood that we used to play with, you know, as far as ride bikes and things. Okay, okay. And okay. he was had an older brother. <clears throat> so his older brother was traveling and give, give him things. So he said, hey, man, listen to this. I put it in my ears for the first time. 
I never heard so much profanity. I said, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> said, this is awesome. For real, and especially when all you take. know is gospel. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're like, what? They said, fuck, bitch. Every, all in yeah. one sentence, all in one line. Niggas with attitude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I said, this is incredible. Yeah. So that was the first thing I dubbed. That's when we could actually, you know, double tape. And uh, so, so wait, yeah. what year was that? How old that were you? Was, uh, how old oh, were you man. when that came out? So that was, uh, I was Early like 13. So I was like 13, 14. So, so right, like, were you in high school at that point or right about to go to high school? I was getting ready to transition in. I was like, okay, a freshman. yeah, that was okay, yeah, on. yeah, that's yeah. about eighth grade somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, somewhere around in there. Yeah. So that was awesome because it was just like we were listening to the Walkman and yeah. You know, you run the, you know, wire up. That was, I used to have a Walkman too. There bro. you go. Thank God, I'm, <laughs> I'm so, I'm so glad that I'm still part of that generation. That I know what dial-up is. I know what a Walkman is. I know yeah, what a cassette yeah. tape is. You're not too young VHS. to not know what. Yeah, those yeah. Are. Like you ask one of these 2,000 kids, bro. Some of them don't know what dial-up is. I've never even seen it. Never they thought a Walkman is a phone. They don't know what a walk. Yeah, exactly. they don't know what a walk. They didn't realize that there's yeah. phones that are bigger than this. Yeah, and this is thick to them. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Like, they don't realize like it's yeah. crazy. Like how like yeah. matter of fact, being at the call center and I'm taking calls. Yeah, bro. This is when I realized I'm like, holy shit. There's just a generational gap because somebody's setting up internet services and I'm like, can I get your date of birth to like 1997? I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what, nigga? <laughs> yes, Holy yeah. shit. 97, 97 sounds old as fuck to me. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And I'm born in the 90s, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm born 1990. In 97. Oh, 1990. Okay. Yeah, 1990. Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. when I hear 97, I'm like, yo, they are babies, my nigga. Like, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. yeah, bro, yeah. <laughs> hey, I heard 2000, man. I was just like, shit. All right, <laughs> speak, bro. Yes. I was talking to this. This is when I realized how time has moved. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking to this girl. She's like, oh, you know, I'm like 19. I'm like, okay, that's solid adult. Yeah. Immature, right? Yeah. As if yet full level of maturity yet. Yeah. But you're an adult. Yeah. We can get there. You're on the edge. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, so what? You were born in like, what, 95, 96? She was like, 95, 96. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's it. Isn't that scary, bro? Nah. She was like, I was born in two, what was it? Uh, I was born in 98. Okay. Uh, That's yeah, about right, ain't it? 90, yeah, I guess I think so. so. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know, have time 19, to do the math right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Whatever the age was, whatever year was, I feel yeah. like it was mad recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 you know, 2001 sometimes feel like it was just like, it's like just five yesterday. years that's ago. Like, that's when Hard, Li- Hard Knock Life came out. It's like, yeah, oh. it does not. <laughs> it's like his third or fourth album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, which one? Early, uh, that, that was a uh, Blueprint. No, no uh, hard not lock. Yeah, life. That no, movie. that was like a something volume two. Hard. Uh, oh yeah, it's hard not not that, life. that was like Sean Carter Blue, uh, two or something. Yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah, other people are allowed to ask him questions. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I want to. Have you ever seen? You watch Netflix. Uh, no, bro. No, 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 stop, bro. No, bro. No, 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 no. We have a core interview to do. Let's do it. We'll get to that. In Let's the do end. it. That's it. I got some questions. You can pertaining to the topic of him. We're Let's not going. This is yeah. I mean, his, his views, his but this opinion. is a topic you brought in. Though. Like this is an orange, but he's black. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. Um, this is actually so, salmon. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, salmon is really black. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So NWA was the first time oh, we found yeah, yeah. it. Yes. Um, so that's that was like thirteen. Brought that. So yeah. now, did you ever want to get into the side of the music where like you're doing the music? I'm sure everybody tries rap. Everybody. I tried it. Another. I tried it. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So um, I was able to um, have an opportunity to um, you know add an additional kind of like product to my my brand, and um, I was always um, bringing music into the space to touch people to um, you know just uh, be a part 
of like you know people kind of connecting with the things that are important to them you know yeah, because yeah. once again i've always you know been within the, in, in the church and you know that's always been a huge you know platform you and know, church is big and church you know? is big networking so, too yeah, yeah totally totally so you know i i, I kind of hone my skills from a like artistry perspective uh, strictly within the church, you know, okay. and, uh, you know, traveling with that. And, you know, honestly, I always kind of, you know, joke on it a little bit. I always say if I kind of would have stayed in that lane, then it would actually be, you know, me. It would be G Money. And yeah. it wouldn't have been no Usher. It wouldn't have been no Tevin Campbell. It wouldn't have been no, like, it would have been me in that space. Yeah, you know what yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, my vocals were good. I had the moves and everything. Nice. I mean, it was kind of like, you know, I had the, the, the buzz kind of going, you know. I so was what, like, so you, know, you were rapping? Uh, no, I was singing, actually. You were, oh, word. Yeah, I was an R&B guy. Okay. Know, nice. well, gospel, so, gospel. Okay, okay, gospel okay. Guy. So you already you already had pool in, in church, Sam. I did. I did. Okay. It would come around. It would come around for, like, revivals and things. We travel with that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, everything is nice like that and you know that yeah. was all like I said it's crazy how now you look at it you know everything is captured in social media mm -hmm. so now everything yeah. everybody you know pretty much does it can be essentially like transparent to however many people want to view it right yeah so what that does it kind of you know takes I guess you would say certain things that are exclusive or what you would determine as value right uh -huh. um, it kind of makes it a little bit more um, I think you know a little bit non-valuable mm -hmm. because I think what determines something that's exclusive is something that is not as you know openly broadcast from a you know um, large you know I guess like consumption basis. Yeah, yeah. If everybody mass, can consume it, like a mass yeah. blast. Right. Yeah, if everybody yeah, yeah, can yeah. consume it, then I don't put I don't equate that as exclusive. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. So um, what's great about it is, on one hand, everything that everybody does now can actually have a lot of additional eyes on it. That's so true, therefore, yeah. can always have a physical reference point, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas, you know, in our time, coming up in the 90s, like I said, this, this, this phenomenal time with the music and, you know, why these certain individuals are able to continue to move things forward with the book of business and be successful mm -hmm. is because they were able to capture a time prior to it kind of being broadcasted, yeah. you know? So yeah. the only true, like, work site for what's authentic Mm -hmm. Is what they kind of stay current with, and what you uh, you know kind of continue to build in the market. Yeah, you know? yeah. If you really look at it from that's true. Yeah, you, you know have to stay in the market, or it's, <laughs> you know, it ain't mm -hmm. shit. It's not exclusive at all if it's not there. There it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a that's fact. Yeah, yeah. So that's where you know I kind of hone my skills, um, you know, exclusively uh, within the uh, church because that was what I was needed to be utilized for at that time. Mm -hmm. So you know, once I found the the hip hop piece. And it's, you know, uh, embryo status, you mm -hmm. know? So it was kind of like, yeah, you, know, you, have the, you have the zygote, you know, prior to the embryo, then you're moving into, you know, fetus, then you're moving into baby, now you're moving mm -hmm. into child, now you're moving into different la layers, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I came into this, you know, not zygote style, I came into an embryo style. Yeah. So that means that I'm kind of like, I guess you would say, you're part of the DNA. I am. Yeah. I'm yeah, royalty. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, yeah. I, 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 I swag it out like that. Yeah. You know yeah. Yeah. I feel, yeah. Especially <laughs> when you, especially it. when you've connected it with it from the birth like that. That's yeah. it. So now, yeah. since you were in the um, gospel household, sure. so you completely missed the wave. Did you miss like the Grandmaster Flash and all that stuff? Like, I did. So you like, because that's not the music you were hearing. That's so you correct. just completely missed it. So when you first heard it, I came into. Second it was place. NWA. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. So you have, you know, within a, I look at every, I try to look at everything as like, a, you know, from a, a project perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so anything you go into, anything we're doing, like what we're doing now, you know, how you have this structure, you know, anything from a project perspective, right? You're going to always have your initial test, you know? 
first phase testing just to see if it worked. You know? Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of, you know, that period and what we now know is hip hop. Yeah. That was that first phase, as Everything's they say, modeling, discovery, um, testing the market, right? Yeah. And then, boom, you know, then they say, oh, we have validity here. And then things started taking shape and form into the second phase, yeah. which now defines the market, and that's when I came into it. Yeah. That does define the market. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was a great thing to come right in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That definitely I mean, did define yeah. the market. Everything yeah. that I, everything that I pretty much you know came up to from a music perspective, hip hop wise, was uh, N.W.A., Outkast, Wu Tang, Nas, you know, Jay Z, yeah, Biggie, yeah. Brand Nubians, Thanks. you know, uh, just like everything, comedy, yeah. oh, like everything, yeah, yeah. like. And, and to see where all these individuals have transcended to within a universal space, like tapping into different things that they've yeah. been able to move within this whole this celestial space, space yeah. you know, is uh, absolutely just uh, tremendous. You know, Spe- yeah, bro. I it wish is. I could see it back from back there, dog. <laughs> yeah, that growth. So, yeah, man. So since you were doing the singing in the church, totally. Um, and then you took that into like a actual like singing career at some point. When yeah. did that? When did that end? So that kind of ended when the summers uh, were hot. And I now kind of, you know, spent most of my summers uh, on the uh, church, traveling, vacation, Bible school. Facts. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did Every, vacation Bible school, uh, bro. All the, like all the rehearsals in the summertime. And, you know, it was you kind take, of like you see. taking too much time out of my day, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I still got to live out here. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing now, you know, the, everybody's like, come on to the pool, you know. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you know, I would love to go to the pool. But, like, nah, the parents is like, nah, what are you talking about? It's time to go and get this rehearsal going. You know, we got to really, like, get things lined up. You know, yeah. so this is what we do, you know? <laughs> so I said, okay, um, I need to start trying to figure out another plan. Because <laughs> <laughs> this ain't... Free, free up my schedule. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So how, how old were you when you decided to just, like, start Three breaking away up. from that? It was right around that time frame, right around that transition from... When you uh, got eighth grade it. to... Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that, that, oh, that so you were doing the school. choir your whole life, pretty oh, much, yeah, man. until oh, yeah. the NWA hit you, and you were like, it's time to just find a new lane. <laughs> it's time to just start, you know, looking and seeing what other opportunities are out there. True. To express yourself. Exactly. Because yeah, you got to be organic. We're all see that's the thing. We're we're all organically evolving, right? And they say, you know, that's when it gets challenging when you know that evolution kind of starts to tap out, tap out, or it stops. Mm. So new things should always come into the space to define that you're still kind of moving forward. So that's kind of you know that makes sense. So now up until this point, so now what kind of like what kind of uh, things have you done? to be in the hip-hop scene because you clearly saw opportunity in it. I know you've told me a little bit about sure. some of the things you've done in the hip-hop scene. Totally. So you saw the opportunity. Your family helps you see, branded you so that you could see the opportunity. Transition so in. when did yeah. you transition into that? And what's that, like, current state of your um, influence and, like, behind-the-scenes sure. plans of, of, like, the hip-hop scene or musically anything? doesn't yeah. have to be hip-hop, but to the current state. Totally, totally. And I appreciate that um, <clears throat> because, you know, the, um, you know, music, is something that I've um, appreciated from perspective of it changes things. Mm -hmm. So you have different layers to how it can be utilized, um, you know, to, you know, um, provide opportunities for people to feel certain ways. So, yeah. Oh, yep. I got you right here. Just point that up a little bit. Yeah, sir. Yep. Perfect. Yep. So, you know, hip hop as it, you know, in its inception, let's Mm -hmm. just say that. Yeah. And during that time, um, kind of being able to see the uh, profitability of it was what incentivized me. Mm. Because, you know, like any other business, oh, you want to, you wanna, yeah, well, yeah. thing is, like any other business, you know, as I continue to learn and grow and have opportunities to, you know, create business, 
<clears throat> you see that it's always best to get in on the ground floor. Every now, time. Now, it doesn't yeah. matter. Now, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to get in when it's successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can get in when it's at its max. I mean, no matter when you get in, I mean, if you get in, I mean... It's and do be, what you got to do while awesome, you're there, you know? yeah. Because yeah. that economic infrastructure has been created. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But if you're able to be innovative enough, <clears throat> if you're able to, um, you know, be in alignment with the, uh, the synergy... Of that, of that, of that, of that, of that, of that energy at that time, and you're able to land in something innovative, mm-hmm. new and fresh. Your authentic, you know, to stumble it. up. You just stumbled up on the treasure chest. You just like, oh, wait a minute, yeah. I just hit the treasure chest. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. might now. You say, okay, you just stumbled up into the treasure chest. That's the whole thing about it. When the illumination of that hits your eye, you're like, oh wow, I know the emotions are high. But do you individually turn around and say, hey guys? Guess what? Yeah. I just stumbled up on this treasure. Yeah, Y'all yeah. see this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? Then that means that those individuals are going to come and want to see. Mm. And then when they come and see that treasure, they're probably going to want to share it with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, why wouldn't they? Right? Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, when people stumble up on things like that, right, most individuals tend to kind of like say, how can I, you know, be the inception of it? How can I grow this? How can right. I? Wait, yes. wait, what are you referring to again totally. exactly? It, opportunity. Right. And see, when you look at it from an opportunist perspective, the um, yeah, just push it down and it'll stick you. in there better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. So when you stumble upon a treasure, you say, "Guys, come look at this! Come look at this!" Which is which is hip hop. Mm-hmm. Okay, the treasure is hip hop. Yeah. So okay. so so the thing is, and that's individuals you, yeah. individuals that were able to stumble up into it in its inception, that was the illumination of the ultimate treasure. That's the reason why a lot of these people are relevant today. I mean, it's also great to be a part of like a business that is in its startup phase and then just blow up shoots into. So how did you how did you turn you finding the treasure into like the activity that you have in the scene now or that you did have? Like, what did you do? It was was all it was all opportunistic. So basically um, connected with some great brothers um, that were in the triad area and was really a part of, um, you know, a local group at the time. You know, was able to, you know, navigate it from, you know, making all the mistakes earlier on. Yeah. Okay? Yep. But basically, you know, just be a part of the industry. So I was a writer, you know, a producer. So you um, did writing for R&B? Uh, no, I actually transition, transitioned to more of the uh, hip hop. Oh, uh, so you were writing, for, you were doing ghostwriting for rappers. No. Yeah, I was, okay. I was, I'm, I'm more kind of like into um, freestyle you know, organic, you know what I'm saying, type of lyrics Yeah. as a lyricist. Because yeah. once again, when I came in, my introduction was like Black Thought, you know, oh, nice. Talib, nice. Mos Def, yeah. Yeah. Common, um, you know, Brand Nubian. Mm-hmm. Um, so my introduction to the space with these brothers, you know what I'm saying, Redman, um, a lot of these, you know, local you know, individuals, it was always about the music being a, a, something as a jewel to connect with the people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, you know we're, we're typically putting this music out here as a as a as a lifestyle, as a culture, and we're you know um, preserving it and treating it as such. Yeah. And and, so the, who and that's the, what it is. Who was the group? Yeah. So we never. Or was really it just like a collective of people? It was a collective. Yeah. Collective. Okay. Yeah. Collective group. You know. Okay. Were y'all uh, doing shows and all that at least? Yeah, though? doing shows. Man, had an opportunity. It was interesting. I mean, uh, kind of uh, signed like an in- independent management deal where it was. Uh, oh shit! Absolutely really? rogue. Yeah. 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 Totally rogue. Absolutely rogue. Most definitely. That is a pretty good name. Yeah, um, because yeah. it was it was yeah. essentially that is it was, a pretty good like name. Yeah, oh, yeah that's a good name. You look at it, it was essentially like the deals are today. <laughs> it's the same wrong. deals that exist today as far as what's a part of the infrastructure. 
I mean, it's, it's a lot of artists, you know, we can kind of go and dive into that that's going through the same challenges with, you know, right. deals like that. Yeah, go ahead. Mm. All right, can I ask a question that's oh. not related to what we were discussing <laughs> previously? Yeah. Not if it takes... If it's related to hip-hop. Not yes. Related <laughs> to hip-hop. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Okay. If it's related to hip-hop, yes. All right. So, everybody's talking about this new Jay-Z album. Okay. Uh, right? Yeah. 444. Mm-hmm. That's how you say it? I've only seen it. That's how you say it. Yeah, 444? I think, yeah. That's yeah, how you yeah, say 444, it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, 444. Do you know what it, what do you know what it means? I'm not, what is he referencing? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, I thought uh, you were going to tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you were drop some knowledge. You yeah. didn't set it up like you had. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Know what that means? Yeah. Do, you, do, do you know what it, do you know what that stands for? Yeah, That's yeah, how you yeah. do it. Do you know what that stands for? I have no idea. And I'm like, I thought the bomb was about to drop. Yeah. Okay, so. I've heard people talking about it. I heard he's on some new some new shit. Okay. Now, AJ actually let me hear it. I didn't hear the whole thing, but I heard a few tracks. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And I got to say, I was very impressed. Oh, man. What yep. impressed you? What impressed me specifically? Mm-hmm. All right, for example, and I've heard people try to describe these quotes, but I don't feel like they took the essence of what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they got their experience, but their words didn't give me their experience until I experienced it myself. Okay. Now I made the connection. Y'all see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's one part where he says, bye. And this is coming from somebody who's not even a Jay-Z fan. I'm, this is, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm biased. Yeah, 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 you're biased. <laughs> I'm not a Jay-Z fan. Okay. Yeah. And it, was, it was ridiculous to me. Yeah. He said, you buy, he said, I bought, a, a $1 million dollar portrait. Yep. A, a portrait that costs $1 million. Mm. Where the one year, it costs $2 million. No, two, it, it, it was two years later, it cost $2 million. $2 million. Mm. How many years later? A few years a later. A few years later, it cost $8 million. Sure. And, and I, uh, we said, I swear I can't wait to give that shit to my children. Sure. Mm. Right? And before that, he built up by saying, no, there's no point of living rich if you're going to die broke. Right, mm-hmm. which Rax. is not a, a typical punchline that we hear in rap. That's not. Sure. Yeah. There's no point of living rich if you're gonna die broke. He said, "I'm gonna buy it at one million, get it to two million, two million, get it to eight million, and then I thought it was gonna say what? Sell it. Sell it. That's yeah. where our mind is going. That's yeah. where our mind is going. You wait till sure. it goes up, get right. the stocks, yeah. you sell them. Right. Saying, I don't sell the stocks, you selfish motherfucker. Give them to your kids. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. grown man business, you know. Like you would you 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 would like the 444 album, uh, you know. It was based on what you shared there, and I appreciate you sharing that because, um, you know, from a high level, you know, I internalize it as you know, yes, that is a great methodology to be able to be able to put out there, especially with the current state of where the music is. Yeah. So I would have to definitely, you know, I haven't heard that specifically, but I would definitely have to come in mm-hmm. um, if that is how if that's lyric, if that's what he's if delivering. That's how the lyric now, was delivered. Now I haven't heard the I whole to, thing, but. Okay. Right. The the feedback I've been getting has been consistent. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right? I've been pretty consistent. Y'all remember when Luke Cage came out? I'm, I'm not going that direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another Netflix. Yeah, 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 Netflix. yeah, yeah. So when Luke Cage came out, everybody was like, yo, this is on point. We finally sure. got a black show. I remember seeing your, your thing about it. You put on uh, some very good Oh, points. when it was coming up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When you did the word yeah. of the day saying, on yeah. that, um, the, You were uh, committing the theme music, which is yeah. just like authentic, right? Yeah. Sure. Um, Dave East was on that shit. Yeah, and what's his name? The artist, Bro, I didn't know what he could spit, bro. His yeah. last album I, I didn't find fire. out until the show. Yet. No, I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fire. Yeah. Yeah. He has a great like uh, international uh, footprint, so he's doing yeah. well there. From he does because he's born in Africa, so yeah. it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, he does yeah. make music for the world to he consume. He, yeah, he's on a conscious tip. Paris, you know, you're, you know, Europe, different places like that. 
Um, yeah. You find like there's a different, definitely a market segment within music that mm. you know um, artists can fit uh, within that uh, demographic, and yeah. that kind of ties it back into um, you know, like I said, based on that lyric that you're referencing. Um, I do appreciate that something like that can be put out, mm. um, you know, in today's space within music, yeah. and not worry about compromising the brand of the artist, of right? Not, and uh, someone of his level and stature too, is saying all this stuff. And yeah. the way he said it, it's always different when somebody with that level of stature of like he's actual, hired. It doesn't like, sound corny. It, yeah. it doesn't. But he has. But <laughs> yeah, his girlfriend is Beyonce. He's one of the best rappers in the game. I have yeah. no reason to do this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because I want to. Okay. Yeah. He got another so line on that. He said, he's I got, at the point where he, got he could a, do it. He got another line on the album to. where he says, I'm trying to give you a million dollars a game for nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because mm. that's what he was, like, the whole album literally yeah, okay, yeah. is based off of his apology to Beyonce. Mm. It's based off black ownership and black business, which yeah. I do plan on asking you what that means sure. to you. Mm. Sure. Um, what, oh, the political struggle of, like, um, not a, not even political struggle. Well, it would be a political struggle as well, mm-hmm. but like uh, black empowerment. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Black empowerment, br- there's some brutality aspects oh, up yeah, there in yeah. there, but it's mainly, I would say it's less black uh, like that, but it's more of just black excellence. Like, uh, you start to encourage the culture instead of saying, oh, look, we're getting exactly, shot, we're getting shot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Instead yeah. of just addressing it, it's more Here's of what a, you do to be successful exactly. at black it's businesses. More of a, and, it's more yeah. of a black empowerment uh, album. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so black empowerment album, mindset. black like business, and also into, into all that, I'm apologizing to you, Beyonce, for fucking <laughs> Oh, oh by, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, by the way, so, sorry, Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It seems like he's like... He's not just telling us what to do, but he's telling us how to do it. Yeah. Oh, no, and not, no, no, no. not just saying step by step too. And not only saying step by step, here's what you need to do, follow these instructions. I feel like he's giving us the logic we will need to navigate through those steps. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what stick out to me. Yeah. Because it's not just do it, this is why you have to do right, it. Right. Because yeah. if you tell me what to do, I can do it and I can replicate those steps. But if I encounter a new situation, how am I going to adapt my behavior if I don't understand the logic behind the process? Yeah. 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 You know sense. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like he's speaking to the logic. We need to adjust our logic because we always get criticized for our actions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's this many black men get shot, or this statistics. That's actions. Yeah, yeah, That's statistics. Results of actions anyway, mm-hmm. right? Okay, I know the results of the actions is fucked up. That's like you got Fs. It's just saying you get Fs, you get Fs, you get Fs. Okay, yeah, I yeah. want to make A's. How do I tell do me how to make A's? You have yeah. to tell me how if yeah. I don't know how. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Because yeah. sometimes, I, like I mean, I like it, you know. Um, but you know, at the same time too, um, I, I think it also has to be um, still assessed from, you know. The individual perspective, okay. because you know, um, my you know my experiences are that if somebody says, "Hey, I'm just going to give you everything," you know, I'm just going to give it all away, and truly want you to um, be profitable, uh, truly want you to be successful, truly want you Wait, to what get you referring all to? these things. I'm not that on. are, are hmm? kind of like highlighted. He's pretty much saying that be, uh, no matter how much game I give you, you still have to want to do it. Oh, yeah. And, okay, and, okay, and, okay. And sometimes... You can lead found, them to water. Yeah. Sometimes but I they found, won't drink. And yeah. Sometimes I have found, too, where you know some of those things are transparently put out there because it's almost like um, I got to tie it in. It's the finals um, that just recently passed with uh, Denver Nuggets. Uh, um, uh, Cavaliers State, and uh, Golden State. And, yeah. yeah, Cavaliers. Um, I started realizing, like, man, I was watching that thing for a totally different reason. And what I was really watching it for was not to know that Golden, uh, Golden State was going to win. I realized, like, if they actually kind of, like, if they sweep Cleveland, that means they will have, like, a historic stat. That will yeah. probably never, ever happen again. And mm. I said, That's a fact, yeah. It will never happen again in our lifetime. 
So, so you have certain very things, true, very true. Thing. So you have certain things that can actually be uh, contributory, and everything has a line to where it should come to fruition, but it's 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 holistic impact on on what it could actually represent could create a bottleneck at the same time. Well, what are you referring to? Yeah. I'm lost, bro. Yeah. And where I'm going specifically with yeah. that yeah, yeah. is when you have someone that's delivering everything and giving everything okay. away okay. from okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, the whole, it was the... You can lead them to water, but you can't make them drink, basically. You gotta always be tied in. Yeah. Because you can be... You gotta sometimes... Look at it from another perspective. Okay. Because it could be it could be a challenge at the same time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. you're saying he can give the information, but that doesn't mean they're going to capitalize yeah, yeah. on that it's information. It's going to be difficult to replicate. Exactly. It's yeah. Like it's going to be If diff- I can get somebody distracted on trying to replicate something that's impossible, that means I can continue okay. going past the market. I get what you're mm-hmm. saying. But what if that's not what he's doing at all? What if he's actually trying to not just motivate people to do what he's doing or inspire people to do what he's doing? He's just trying to motivate and inspire people whatever lane they're in. Right, because that you advice, take it that way. That yeah. advice of the one million to two million, two million, eight million, eight million, give it to my kids. That can also be applied to a team environment, right? Mm-hmm. If I have some knowledge, develop the knowledge, mm-hmm. amplify the knowledge, right? And instead of all right, I'm about to sell it now. I'm gonna get divert, get the information out to my team so we right. can apply that knowledge. I think the numbers right? are too big. So to effectively, so to effectively deliver anything, what I've learned through my journeys is that you know you have to always tailor the audience your is too wide. You have to tailor your solution to the individual if you're going to be effective. So where people authentically are rooted in the space as far as being okay. able to dynamically connect and want the best for everybody holistically, that means all my solutions are tailored to the individual. Okay. So I can't cast a wide net. That means I, I'm not effective. I disagree with that. Okay. I'm sorry, but I got to still disagree <laughs> with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, in some situations, sure. I'm not going to say in every situation, in some situations, okay. uh, a solution that is tailored to an individual will be more effective in some situations. I cannot say the same for all, right? Mm-hmm. For example, one-on-one therapy. You can't speak for all. You I can can't speak for all. Yourself, though. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I can still, I can still make deductions based on the information that's presented to me, though. Okay. So mm-hmm. if we're looking at an audience, a diverse audience, okay. right? And I try to make something that appeals to everybody, mm-hmm. can I do that? You're saying, no, I can't do that. Not in an effective manner, right? From... Well, no, not saying you can't do it, but whatever you're going to develop and put in that space is not going to be the same product that's going to be on an individual. Oh, okay, that's true. But I agree with that. You can't, it's not going to be on the same level, but Jay-Z can't sit here and rap to every African-American or every person in this country face-to-face and spit mm-hmm. them a whole album face-to-face. So sure. the most effective way he can do that and connect with everybody. Mm-hmm. It's right? through the album. It's through mm-hmm. the album. Mm-hmm. So the wide net, I feel like he... It sometimes can't be effective. Like sometimes mm-hmm. it can be almost too wide, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, you're not taking a stance on nothing, bro. What are you saying? Sometimes we see politicians, they say I'm for it. However, I'm also against it. Mm-hmm. That's basically what they be saying sometimes. Yeah, so what's, yeah. The, yeah. what's in your net? Right. Mm-hmm. If it's a wide but, net and you cast it, what do you think is gonna? What do you think? You and, think gonna have some fish in there? And I remember mm-hmm. I didn't see the whole. I didn't hear the whole album. Right. But from what I did hear. It's pretty tailored I, I, towards I saw black a people. Wide net. You think? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think I saw a wide net that was targeted for a specific situation, mm-hmm. yeah, not true. a specific yeah. person. That's what okay. I saw, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I saw. Okay, if you in this situation right here, this is the logic I'm using. I don't know what y'all think is doing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right? Like, you, you the money you, phone. <laughs> this is what I would do if I was there, though. Yeah, right? yeah. Think about that. There's no point of living rich if you're gonna die broke. That's all subjective. That's all subjective. Okay. What about that? It's subjective. Everything about that is subjective. 
Because anybody that says what is living rich and dying broke, that's all going to be tailored to what they consider to be those things. Okay. So that's the whole thing. Oh, yeah, that's true. When you you attach to other people's celestial entertainment, and these things are all structured with um, due diligence from, you know, psychology matrix and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, demographic market data. So these solutions and these projects that are put out here for people's consumption, you know, all of this is a a well – oil machine and all of it is is intended to do exactly what we're doing and, and how people are individually feeling i like to be I like so that. once again my entertainment for what i get through things are being able to see the infrastructure of the code so as your emotion i like what you said i like what you said i like that mm-hmm. i like the entertainment i like what you said when you said um it's all being designed to put forward yeah to uh you said generate a specific result right that's correct mm-hmm. okay so from what you've seen what are some of the things that you feel like they've been doing to get that desired result? Yeah, so what I have to use this opportunity, this platform, because I want to give uh, what I do appreciate with the brand and with, you know, what Jay-Z has been able to bring into the infrastructure of hip-hop is the ownership of, um, you know, bringing forth that streaming service with Tidal. I think that yes, was sir. the biggest move. I think that was the biggest, the biggest boss move mm-hmm. that he could have done. Uh, that, that actually could have been done within the interwoven um, infrastructure mm-hmm. of the hip hop, you know, uh, well, just not even hip hop, just a genre. Of no, music, really. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's like it's, it's, it's he, genre defining. It's, it's outside. Yeah, he signed it's, more. He signed people <laughs> that are not in hip hop. You know, it's, uh, exactly. Pop he's the only one. He's the, he's the only one. That's the thing about it. Now it's like like uh, President Obama. Uh, within our lifetime, and, and this is, I think, absolute fact. I think, you know, we're all kind of within the same range age-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I really just don't foresee. I mean, it's going to be interesting if another man of color uh, comes across the presidential yeah, yeah, White yeah, House yeah. in our lifetime. Yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah. Pretty, in our I lifetime, pretty, yeah. Well, it's like a freebie. I, mean, <laughs> I, I think so, too, yeah. yeah. That's I don't know. historic, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's you know, true. So, I mean, and he was half black. You know, so it's just like we're, we were halfway there, but you know. I think if we do see it again, it'll be when we're older, man. I mean, but it's yeah, historic, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a landmark. So what what defines history? Something that doesn't happen like tomorrow. It's like it happens. And check check this out, y'all. Oh yeah. <laughs> On top of that, they uh, okay. I was watching these YouTube videos about history. Mm-hmm. We were talking about like historic shit, sure. right? Mm-hmm. And bro, when they go through like American history, world world history. That's what I'm gonna say. When they go through world history and the different nations and empires. Bro, it's like watching a season of a show, bro. Like it's so yeah, unpredictable. Like and look, and, exactly, and, exactly. And, and the difference is, when you watching a movie or like a show, something happens, it catches you off guard, but it was still foreshadowing in some way, right? Yeah, yeah. Bro, with history, there's no foreshadowing, bro. Yeah, yeah. You discover a continent that nobody knew was there that has yeah. never happened before. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That changed. That changed your world, bro. Yeah, yeah, that doubled yeah. your world. Yeah. New races, new animals, yeah. new yeah. medicines, it's new foods, new, new plants. Exactly. It's a That's new. You see what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Unpredictable. Yes. Yes. So when some of these things happens, right. okay. The council just turned on the leader of the council. They stabbed him in the back. Mm-hmm. We're no longer a republic. We're an empire. Some shit like that happened, right? Yeah, and yeah. Oh, that never happened in history. Type shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. How do we move in this so space? Yeah. I, I feel like that that changes. That brings into perspective something little like, okay, we got a black president now versus, oh, we just got conquered by Russia. Yeah, you see yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Some shit like that. Yeah, right? yeah. We have to learn Russian now because English is allowed <laughs> on written paper. You know, yeah, real yeah. shit. Yeah. It happened in England. It got, bro, I did not know this. England, right? Where the king and all of them live right mm-hmm. now. Well, mm-hmm. y'all know yeah, yeah, Queen yeah, Elizabeth, yeah. Yeah. Queen, yeah. Britain, the queen, the royal family. Do y'all know, and this is the, f- the funny thing is, I'm, England was conquered by Normandy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's France. Mm-hmm. It was ruled by them for 300 years. 
Damn. 300 years. 300 years. 300 years. And French was the spoken language, the, uh, the official language of England. Mm-hmm. There was no English allowed on written paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay? That's so the only pe- time, the only where English was, was through the mouth. Okay. <laughs> right? It is a spoken language. Yeah. It was influenced for 300 years by, by the French. Now think about, uh, let's think back and remember that the more influential and dominant nations in history tend to be viewed as more prestigious, right? Mm-hmm. And French, the French language is still looked at as prestigious today, yeah. right? Oh, you know French? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I went to France, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? You got a, sen- a sense of aristocracy about you just by mentioning an association with the country. Yeah. yeah. That's because they ruled England and conquered it for 300 years. You couldn't, bro, there was no written English. Y'all understand the imp- yeah, impact? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. It means every time I read something, if I want to read, I can't read it right unless I know French for 300 <laughs> years. How many generations is that? Right. Keep in mind, the life expectancy was shorter, right? So that's yeah. more generations than we got today. Yeah. Sure, okay. Yeah. So the re- I stumbled upon this because I was like, there's so many words that are similar with Spanish, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, why is there so many fucking words similar to Spanish, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They say, okay, you got the romantic languages, you got the fucking uh, Germanic languages mm-hmm. with German, Dutch, Swedish. English is a Germanic language. Keep in mind, we're associated with Germany in there, yeah. right? Our mm-hmm. enemies, yeah. right? But it's more common ancestry. Y'all follow what I'm saying with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On the other end, you got... Um, I'm about to get a beer real quick. I'll be right back. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Other end, you got Romanian. I'm going to wrap this up. I don't want to talk too much, man. <laughs> so you got Germanic, you got romantic languages, right? Yeah. Romantic, on this branch of the tree, we got um, Romanian, Italian, Spanish, and of course Portuguese, because Portuguese and Spanish is very similar. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you learn Spanish, it's easier to learn Italian or French because they got so many so much in common. So, long story short, the reason why English got so many words in common with Spanish is because Spanish and French are from the same branch. Mm-hmm. And England was conquered by a French, by, by, a France yeah, French. colony, or yeah. nation. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. You got, is that ice still? Those um, I'm, cubes I'm, still? I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. It's probably gone. You could definitely check on that. Back. Yeah. The explanation was so long. We got people taking drinks, drink breaks. People. <laughs> we'll be back after these messages. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, AJ Lovey came back. I was still talking. It's, I'm it's, gonna, yeah. Gonna it's gone. Or it's, it's just like, like it's, it's like my like my interview is uh, coming back. Or no. <laughs> No, no, hey, look, that's what happens when you get passionate. Bro, yeah, you yeah, just keep going on and going on. Yeah, yeah. Me and Shane are ten weeks in. We've learned how yeah, to yeah. wrap up. No matter, uh, we've learned no matter how passionate we are. In it, yeah, yeah. We're not sticking on that for more than ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this whole time we've been teaching each other like time management and you know giving each other a certain amount of time for segments and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like because remember our first early episodes, we were going all oh, over man. the place and we would forget oh, what man. we were talking about five we minutes ago. Fast, it was hey, messy. Yeah. At least one we talk about movies and shows. No, we can I told him that. Yeah. That's easy. I mean, no, but yeah, yeah. Issue. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I'm down to talk about some movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. G Money's coming back, and we're going to get back into the interview. Yeah, All right, yeah, so now sure. one of my questions was actually going back to the beginning of, actually not going back too far, but going back to how it kind of started um, when you were saying Jay Z buying title was probably like the most like craziest Prolific. shit. No. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah. you, I've noticed in yourself, you've always been like an entrepreneur. Sure. And. So I want to ask you two part question. Yeah, totally. Entrepreneurship. What's that mean to you? Not only entrepreneurship, 
but that in a sense and also black entrepreneurship and sure. is that something that you've actually learned from your family through the church like was there entrepreneurship that you were seeing firsthand all growing up exactly which turned you into what you were today that's exactly what it was okay, Roddy, Roddy <laughs> you answered it for him but that's why you're always a sharp guy <laughs> yeah you know yeah. And i like that you know i'm just glad to be in the midst of such you know sharp individuals yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. you know that's the whole thing about it what i'm learning is once you've already conducted your due diligence so you know what you're working with, mm-hmm. now let's talk about the new things. Yeah. Let's talk about the things that are going to define like where we're at now and kind of where we're, we're moving you know, going forward. Yeah, like, yeah. A lot of the methodology is about defining, defining the current state, mm-hmm. but always be consciously trying to be in the future state. Exactly, so, yeah. what you just said, you answered it for me. That's exactly uh, where it where all it started. From. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, like, so black, so what is like, how important is like black, black uh, ownership to you? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's everything. It's everything because um, what I, you know, for me as being a, um, you know, entrepreneur, you know, black-owned business, uh, what I find is that as I grow my brand and as I continue to provide services, um, you know, within the space of uh, consultative, you know, uh, technology from Mm -hmm. a human capital management perspective, uh, when it comes to just the navigation for compliance uh, within the health and welfare space, yeah. you know, all these things, you know, I live and breathe and I'm able to be a part of everyone's success yeah. as we, you know, move move with these things because I want everyone to be successful. So mm-hmm. if you have a business or if you're growing a brand or you're 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 wanting to be contributory in, in whatever it is you're doing, mm-hmm. you're gonna need some key pieces, you know. Mm-hmm. Some That's some a, yeah. individuals are gonna need, you know, you might need some startup capital. You know, you're definitely gonna need some general liability insurance. Um, if you are, you know, insurance, if you're protecting, you know, whatever you're growing, yeah, yeah. you're going to want to, you know, protect yourself individually. So, exactly, you yeah. know, these are all the things that I like to, you know, provide mm-hmm. uh, within the space. Yeah. So, you know, um, seeing black-owned business uh, early on has always been a motivating factor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, nice. yeah. See, that's because I've always, like, myself, so my mom never, like, my mom was a boss. Like, she did, she was always, like, the, the boss of whatever job she did. Sure. She worked hard her whole life, but she never did the entrepreneurial thing. She wasn't an entrepreneur. She was more of a, she's an excellent worker, you know. Well, they, have them, they actually call it intra, intrapreneurs. Oh, I never heard R-A. that. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. have, uh, you have entrepreneurs and you have intrapreneurs. And intrapreneurs are just like entrepreneurs, but their uh, passion as far as uh, business, business ownership is mitigated because they're like owners within a business. So basically, oh. you're basically like a partner of that infrastructure. They're mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, it's, it's kind of like one of those things where um, I've kind of been an entrepreneur in a mm-hmm. lot of different partnerships for a while as well. Because uh-huh. sometimes you don't need to create the whole infrastructure. You don't. Sometimes, sometimes you need some, to come in and help them maintain. Partner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, hey, bro, I'm all right. about the established infrastructure so, when it comes to, to that. You're definitely an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm all about that, bro. Sure. It's mm-hmm. like this, the structure is already there in some instances. So all you got to do is meet certain criteria, meet certain performance standards, and, and be able to motivate people. That's it. And yeah. you can excel. You can sell within, within that framework. That. Mm-hmm. But that framework is always going to be capped. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the difference between That's intra- true. The, the difference between the intra- entrepreneur and the entrepreneur Bring up on the is mic. that the only difference between the two is that once, and it's happened to me as well, as an entrepreneur, which I've been, same thing, partner within people's you know, models, been successful, yeah. um, generated revenue, um, mastered that mm-hmm. role within that. Of being an entrepreneur that, and whatever, whatever you're right? in, you've, yeah, you've and been the best And then you realize that the same efforts, the same work that you're now doing, 
you could be doing it as an entrepreneur and securing more of the bag. Mm. It's yep, like you just get yep. to the point where you're just giving, you're leaving money mm. on the table, giving away for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and that's in right. nine times out of ten, you're probably doing more work than the entrepreneur. There you go. Yeah, yeah at that point. Yeah, I, I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. I think that's. I think it's pros and cons with both. The of risk. Them. The risk. There's definitely pros. Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because you got, you definitely got more freedom, especially when it comes to risk. Risk that's alone it. is. The biggest the, determination, like the biggest difference in well, both. Well, you're well, taking all the risks as the entrepreneur. Yes. And as the entrepreneur, if everything it's fails, it's yeah, mitigated. it's mitigated. It's mitigated. I, if everything mm-hmm. fails, the worst that can happen to me is I lose my job. But, I'm not going to go in debt. But the trade off yeah. is like the risk <laughs> and the freedom because you got more freedom as an entrepreneur. That's correct. But as an entrepreneur, well, what kind of you got to. What are you looking for, though? Yeah, I was about to say there's different types well, of freedom. Well, there's yeah, different exactly. types of freedom. However, right. when you're the boss or the, typically the higher. Uh, status you have within an organization, the more freedom you're going to have. By that, I mean to act without having to ask permission. Okay. okay. And to use Very your discretion. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So True. a decision maker. So a decision maker, right? And they ask, okay, why did you do this? You could say, like, if you're in a lower position, you'd be like, oh, well, I thought it doesn't matter what you thought. What do the rules say? When exactly. you're in a higher position, they say, why did you take this course of action? You say, well, I'll take this course of action because of A, B, and C. And I could have did one or two. I decided to do two. They said, well, you all the boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just what right. it is. Yeah. Right. Mm. So you had the ability to evaluate information and then make your own decision. Right? That's true. Yeah. Exactly. So, but as an, as an entrepreneur, yeah. Who are you answering to? As long as you meet certain regulations and you're within certain, uh, you with the compliance with yeah. the right with the right organizations, within and you're not breaking any laws, you can do what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but your income is going to always be capped. As an entrepreneur, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. because you are you are being paid. So one thing I have um, picked up through some of the uh, the lyrics uh, through this um, project that yeah. Jay Z just yeah. put into the space, um, he did say something about. He no longer has to wait to get paid. I think he was referring to uh, Jimmy Iovine. Or, uh, yes, that, yes, that I do quote. remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember about, exactly how he it said went, something but yeah. about. I think he said something about um, I'm, Jimmy Iovine. You, you need to get with the new program because it's no longer about me waiting to get paid. Now I'll just go ahead and pay you. So that's mm. I, I, so that I understand. Yeah. You know, I, mm-hmm. yeah. so now you're not waiting. To, for, for your checks to come in, yeah, you're not waiting now, for that. Or check. a true brand is generating money in the market, mm-hmm. and now you can pay out. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's prolific. That's what that's what the yeah. prolific move is here. And yeah. I got, I mean, that is extraordinary. I yeah, mean, you have to historic. admire that. To me, yeah. it's, it's, it, well, it's historic. Yeah, exactly. see, I, I'm in a, a celebratory moment of this because it's historic because he has achieved something essentially presidential, actually, mm-hmm. like presidential from perspective yes. of the music. You know, what I'm saying if you look at it, the the yeah. you look at it, the, the music. Was all about independent artists. You know mm. that was the whole thing. You know, I'm I'm, I'm North Carolinian, so I was all about you know the inception of like Goody Mob. You know, yeah, the, good die, mo- yeah. the good die young, mostly you know bullshit. So and even the know, uh, the ninth the ninth wonder generation and the little oh, brother the generation wonder. here locally. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. And that was all inspired from from that. It was yeah. all inspired from you know the outcast, the mm-hmm. uh, like I said, the Goody Mob, the mm-hmm. you know yep. um, Lauren Hill, you know Fujis. You know, it was all Tribe, inspired yeah. from that. I, you know. I got a question, man. Yeah, for, a totally. North Carolina, for a North Carolinian mm-hmm. yeah, native. Totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, my dad has always told me this, and I don't know if it's true. Okay. I haven't confirmed it, mm-hmm. and I hope you can. Okay. My dad's from Georgia, mm-hmm. and you know, my mom moved to North Carolina. Yes. I came with her, right? Sure. I was a kid. You know? Okay. She's like, he's always saying, you know, North Carolina's real racist up there, boy. Okay. That's what that KKK was finding, boy. Smithfield, North Carolina. Yes. Is that a fact? That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Smithfield? <laughs> 
I didn't know that. Yeah, that whole area. Smithfield, so we're, the, we're the home of the KKK. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, it's just well, like 30 uh, minutes it, down the street. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah, holy yeah. shit. Exactly. When you say it like yeah. that, he's like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's put this in perspective. The that enemy's is, on the border right now, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, somebody like, watch the door. No. Yeah, like, exactly. I didn't. If you'd have said, if you'd have said, like, if you'd have said, like, West, one of the Asheville or some shit, that ain't got nothing to do with me, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay over there. One of them are probably here. On this property. God damn, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah. What? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I told you Johnson this County. I, I had yes. I had a very very uh, 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 many racist experiences going up there. Wow. Bro, I gotta many. get more guns, bro. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so these I, niggas I bring are on that. the border, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the reason, they are on the border, and I bring that up yes. because I want to know: yeah. Did you have any experiences? Oh, that's any a good question. Of that, that's a good question. Or do you feel like it doesn't really apply? I just want to know right. your viewpoint on that. Yeah, what's your man, What's your racism experience? Yeah, totally. I mean, that's a great. Um, question. It's a great segue because it, it allows me to um, just look at my upbringing with my dad. You know, mm. my dad was one of those guys that North Carolinian, so he already understood how to navigate the, the topography of the uh, the, the racist area. Yeah. Because once again, like you know, my great grandparents were here as well. Right. Right. So, so what did, what did you did you so experience or view any anything that might indicate that at well, growing up or maybe it's always been that way. Okay, it's so is it, you're so changed. used to it, you could, it didn't even stand out to you kind of thing? Or? Well, but he knew his dad, he was saying his dad taught him how to navigate through he it. Did. Though, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. because see, a lot of people, of course, have traveled into North Carolina from all different areas because Very it true. is essentially, right. uh, it is essentially the, you know, the, the diamond, the, the treasure mm-hmm. I was referring to earlier. So, which is the RTP. Because I, I came down from Maryland. There you mm-hmm. go. Right? And up there, it was like, you could be Indian, you could be Asian, sure. you could be white, you could be white, like... It didn't even matter, bro. Like, yeah. literally, where I was, where I lived, it did not matter. Right. And I came down here, and I was like, bro, I was, like, taken <laughs> aback. Like, I would be like, mind you, I'm, like, 10 years old. Hey, I'm what's not, up, nigger? <laughs> I remember I walked into a store. Exactly. It, we, we walked right, into a right, store, right. and it was, uh, it was, like, one of those, like, gas stations out in the country. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Like Just the, country. Oh. Just the store. Yeah, it's, like, a yeah. store. You might go, like, two or three miles before you see anything else. Yeah. We went in the, I went into the store, bro. Everybody, it was all white people, older white people. They were just staring at me as I was walking. Right. Like, literally staring, right? right. I still didn't make the connection. Yeah. Okay. Let's fast forward a couple of years. There's a, a baseball field right down the street from my house. Did I tell you about this? I think so. Yeah, I think you that, might have. Right down the street from my house. That's, and it's a church about two or three houses down in this direction. But it's, okay. it's mostly white people, right? All right. Big church. Okay. So I started playing for the little baseball team. They said, okay, you want to play on the team, y'all got to come to church. What they didn't know is we went to church. We just okay. didn't go to their church, right? Sure, sure, sure. We went to church. It was Raleigh International Church. Mm-hmm. It's not a black church nor a it's, white church, yeah, but a church it, of all nations. What is it? Non- non-denominational. Non-denominational. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we go there, <laughs> and we didn't think it could matter. We're like, okay, we praising God. Like, we praise God. Like, we we're here to pray. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're Christians, too. We praise God. We go to church every Sunday. We want to play for y'all church. Yeah. Okay. okay. They were like, if y'all don't come to church, y'all don't play on the team like that. Okay, we started going to the church. So, fast forward. <laughs> the chili dogs were amazing. Let me say that. Yeah. The little chili stand, like these country-made chili dogs, mm-hmm. off the chain. So, okay. It's going to be defined by their palate. So, you're a part of their experience. See, that's the thing about it, too. When the things that you reference as being, like, rememberable and this was great, just know if you didn't bring it in, that greatness was somebody else's standard. And, and let me mm-hmm. bring this into perspective. Me and my sister were the only black people on the team. That's what okay. Mm-hmm. So I remember one day we we walked down there. We started playing. We're practicing. We had uniforms. Everything. This is an official team. The 
the coach pulled me and my sister to the side. The whole team is acting like they sleepy, like they tired and stuff. The coach pulls me and my sister aside and say, hey, Andrew, Sophia, when y'all come here with low energy like that, it get, brings a, it, you come here with a low energy spirit, and it brings the whole uh, energy of the team down because that spirit spreads to everybody. Oh, wow. So it's Damn. my fault the team is tired. And how, how old were you at this point? <laughs> well, I'm like 10, 11 years old. It it's me problem. and my sister. Not just me. It's me and my sister's fault that the that entire correct. team is tired. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is correct. All yeah, right. that's how it is. Bro, the racism shit is real because yeah, it's like. That's accurate. Yeah. So <laughs> you've always known. You, you didn't. You guys were non-motivating factors to the rest of the team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the stereotype, right? That we lazy, right. we're not motivated, right? Yeah. So the team's not motivated. What's the cause of this? The two right? black people were motivated team. because you guys were there. <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. yeah, is true. That's what it was. It's like, ah, that's, shit. That's, that's, now, now we're tired because you walked in the room. <laughs> so you're coming into this. This is what we. This is how we, they are here. So the code is, it wasn't they were tired because they were tired. They were tired. They didn't want to play. Because you guys were there on the bench. Now, if you guys weren't have been there, they would have been very motivated. They would have been excited. They would have been ready to go out there and win. So, do you, you think it was they didn't want us there? That what you think it was? That is exactly mm. what it was. That's so, why I want to give it to you that way. So, um, <laughs> so now speaking <laughs> speaking to that <laughs> yeah. speaking to that uh, racial issue sure, like sure. thing when you were a kid, yeah. um, since you were in the church, I'm surra- I'm assuming you were surrounded primarily by black people or. Yes. Well, Greensboro is uh, so the thing is so basically. Okay, so here, that's where it start. So that's where you're at in Greensboro. Yes, yeah, that's so where your family's from. And also like Greensboro area. So in the Greensboro area, it has a lot of uh, historic, you know. Uh, Greensboro black, separated you know, by the railroad tracks. That is. Let's <laughs> keep it very clear. But yeah. it's always been it's yeah. always been a great you know historic historic place for African American history. Yeah, know? yeah, because um, the, because of the sit-in, the African American yeah, museum exactly. is there. Yep. Totally, the, the know? sit-in. Yeah, the sit-in, famous sit-in, sit-in was yep. there. Um, even from a ministry perspective. You, you know, know they're trying to shut it down, though? Well, when I was Bennett, there? Bennett, Maya Angelou, you know, you know, Auntie. They made a movie about it, Drumline, you know, Nick Cannon. Oh. Hey, Nick Cannon's always been yeah. good in the space, you know. But Damn, bro. Are you serious? AT&T. It was based off of A&T? A&T. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. Come on, man. That's what we do. Celebrity lifestyle on the That is coin. That's my thing. Y'all know they, I don't know if they successfully done it or not, but when I was in Greensboro, when I was living there, they were trying to shut down the African-American History Museum. Mm. And I was with the uh, Speaker Center, and the director, ma- the people come in, it's like a writing center where people come in, you tutor them on papers, right? Sure. Speaker Center, you tutor people on how to give speeches, whether it's persuasive or informative. So the director, she was like, oh, we're going to give free tutoring to people who want to speak in town hall and right. give speeches to try to persuade the town hall. That's a fire shit. lesson yeah. to learn right That's there. Good. Okay. So they're like, okay, they're not coming here. We're going to go downtown. So they wait. Wait like an hour. So then when the waiting is done, everybody goes inside town hall where all the councils are having, the mayor, all the important people, right? The heads of your, um, of your city, your town. This is on Elm Street. I think downtown. it was on Elm Street. Yeah, downtown. downtown. So you're talking to the mayor, bro. You can talk. Won't talk to the mayor. Say whatever you want to say for 90 seconds. So they want us to wear their side so everybody can get their delivery together because they just going in there passing it. I'm like, no, bro. Okay, we understand you got passion, but it still got to be structured and logical. You're speaking from emotion. You got good points. You got to present those points to them in a way they can understand and value in 90 seconds, right? right. You're not going to be able to do that. You're going in straight emotion, right? Yeah. But we tend to ramble. Okay. Right. I'm doing it right now a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so. Sorry, table. We go in there. We're, we're observing. Bro, this dude came in, dog. This dude came in, and he had like 80 people with him. He goes up there. Oh, man, what's up? Epic, For, bro. Everything about the experience was 100 percent epic, bro. And they meet yeah. every week. Okay. I went on. We went on a random, random week. This wasn't the first Wednesday of the month or nothing. This is a random one. I'm like, bro, people are coming in here going hard like this every week. Yeah. <laughs> bro. Right. There are some of them. They're like, bro, that man comes in here every week. He's come every week for the past eight months. 
I'm like, what? He does a different speech every time? Yeah. <laughs> it, bro, these are the, mind you, bro, you know I'm passionate about speaking, the public yeah, speaking. Yeah. But this shit was structured. It was passionate. And these people who now, like, some of them don't even got college degrees. They ain't majoring in communication, bro. Yeah. But it's structured, bro. It's yeah. structured. Okay, one dude goes up there. He has a PowerPoint, bro. He's like a redneck dude, bro. He has a PowerPoint. He goes up there. He's like, okay. Mind you, y'all know Greensboro's kind of dirty and stuff, right? Mm. They getting into all of that, bro. They getting all of that. These people, <laughs> bro, these people been studying the laws and all of that. Like, you could tell by the way they, they talking to them. Like, bro, this is going on for one year, bro. I will come every day till y'all change this law. Because this shit is wrong. It's, it's ruining my life. Dude was like, okay, I want to show y'all something. And he turned on the PowerPoint. Dog, he is pissed, dog. He turned on the PowerPoint. And then it shows, like, this house, bro. And then he's like, okay, this is my house. And he hits the button. He said, now this is the house that's across the street. Where this is the abandoned house. It's completely fucked up. Like, weeds everywhere. Like, sure. this shit is, like, completely fucked up. Okay. He said, now, 423. 423. And that was more than that. It was probably, like, 1,213. It was some crazy shit. 1,213. 1,213. That's the number of times... I have to see that house. Every time I go outside, every time I come home, I'm looking at that. Now, I want y'all to think about what you see when you step outside of your house. Talking to the people up there, right? Mm. You don't see that, do you? Nah, I know you don't. You make us look at it because y'all don't have to. Bruh, going in, dog. And then, bruh, going in. Bro, he, was, he, he was in the thing. He was like, um, I'm sick of it. I'm going to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, this dude spazzed out. My fault. I'm about to wrap it up. I'm about to wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going for the Oscar here. No, fuck you. I appreciate you. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's my friend. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my fault, man. Yeah, anyway, yeah. The, the dude comes with the 90 people behind him, 80 people behind him, and yeah. he says, we're here. I hear I represent the African-American History Museum. Sure. Bro, when I said this brother was speaking like Dr. King, dog, this brother was speaking like Dr. King. He's like, what? bro, he spoke. Okay, right. The reason I was bringing up that last story because it's relevant. He, when he was talking, he hit the thing, and then he was like, "Okay, bro, your ninety seconds was up like that." And he was like, "Yeah, go." And he cut his mic off. And he was like, uh, "He was like, oh yeah, go ahead and cut my mic off, Randy. I think that was the, the mayor's name. It was like Randall. Mm. He said Randy like he knew him. Yeah. Said, oh yeah, just go ahead and cut my mic off, Randy. You real good at that. That's all you can do." And he walked off. And then um, the like the cop escorted him out. Right. All right, so when the dude from the African-American History Museum came up and he started speaking, and the 90 seconds went up, the dude next to him, bro, this dude was so fly, clearly fly to everybody else up there. Like, it was a, it was a distinction in the level of quality of his suit. Like, you could tell the tie, the shirt, the suit itself, haircut, and it was like, they could all afford that, but he chose to do it. Mm. Y'all know the situation I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, oh, you want to be known for having, okay, all right, we know who yeah. you are. Yeah. Right? And he's like this, clearly not listening to anything to do the same. And he goes, and the dude is like, um, it's all we have. Um, and, you know, everything y'all were just saying, like, this is what the first sit in was. Was it mm -hmm. AT? Oh, yeah. AT? That the was the. It was the Woolworths. Woolworths. Oh, I thought it was the uh, counter. He's representing yeah. all of that. He's naming all of the people, like, the, the um, artifacts that they have, the African American, the first person that invented this, the person that did that, name all of that. Mm -hmm. He's like, y'all gonna take it away from us like that. While he's talking, the dude next to him does not care at all, bro. He's like, he's like, come on, man. Ninety seconds about, bro. What the fuck? Like, why are you letting him still go like that? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, nah, just, just let him go. Mm. So the dude is like, bro, he sounded like he had so much pain in his voice, like he was about to cry, bro. Like the dude who was speaking, he's older, general, probably 60, 65. but he's like, he sounded like he might be a preacher saying. He was like, y'all gave us a document with two hundred steps. 
of regulations and codes we had to meet to keep the library, I mean, to keep the um, museum open. And it took us a year and a half, and we have met every single one of those, re- those regulations. Mm. And now y'all say y'all can't keep it open. I can't remember what the excuse was, bro, but it was lame as fuck, bro. I, I don't <laughs> remember it. It was so lame Sounds that it was like, like if y'all. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And he's like, bro, he, put, he sets it down like that. And he's like, I have, y'all, y'all have zero integrity. I'm, I'm speaking like my somebody. He was like, y'all have zero integrity. Mm-hmm. Y'all, if y'all didn't want to keep it open, because y'all didn't want to keep it open, y'all should have just said that from the beginning. Instead of saying y'all got to meet these codes and stuff first, that's why I was going out of business. We got to shut it down. Now we met him, and you're coming up with another excuse, right? right? So now we're right back where we were. You should have just told it straight up. Yeah. Bro, this dude was going the hell in, man. Mm. It, was, it was going there. But well, hold on, a couple things there. Um, so basically, from a Greensboro perspective, um, I appreciate being a hybrid because um, my mom's side of the family is indigenously from there. So, you know, I'm kind of like the best of both worlds, you know, and I, I know that's kind of like a cliche it's reference. A hybrid. <laughs> hybrid. So, uh, when you think about the hybrid. best of both worlds, hybrid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I always think about the best of both worlds of uh, the Jay-Z and R. Kelly project oh, that yeah. would have redefined the market then, <laughs> but it was just kind of like they just couldn't make it really work. Yeah. But actually, you know what? I was a part of that, the inception of that, when that was all kind of bubbling up and that was taking place. So it was kind of crazy to like, you know, see the tour, see the revenue infrastru- infrastructure wrapped around it, get the album, and then see how the album was like to this day. Like it goes super duper hard. But like I, I said, so people, like I said, people in today's market, they wouldn't even know to even go listen to that. You see what uh, I'm saying? Oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And then also, since you're Greensboro, I just sure. I just thought about this. Uh, Frank Lucas is from Greensboro. He is. Do you know people that were like kin to him? You know what? Now I think back on it. I'm thinking like, you know, back to um, American some, Gangster. Some Lu- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah totally. Mm. And I'm thinking back to some Lucases that I know in the area. And I'm thinking like, man, you know, it did kind of come across. <laughs> like, man, are they really tied in to like them? <laughs> to this, to yeah, this yeah, break? Right, like, to all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? The reason I say that. And it can't be that many Lucas in one. Yeah. No, no, it's them. It's them. It's them, bro. All right. In Georgia, from the town called LaGrange, my last name is Moody. Anybody there whose last name is Moody, we're related. There's no doubt. There's no fucking doubt is what I'm telling you. Like... You a moody? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Right. If you if you find somebody that's that name and it's like they marry in with other names, so then the other the cousin name even gets this is country Changed, shit I'm talking it? about, man. This yeah, is yeah. country shit. Yeah, yeah. where it doesn't yeah. matter the name is so powerful, it's gonna continue. Yeah. So yeah, based yeah. on that, yeah, I gotta yeah. ask you this too though. Like okay. while I got the opportunity, it's kinda interesting. You know, with, with all things hip hop and once again, I mean, um just kind of shifting gears from the presidential like, you know, accolades based on the title Jay-Z move, right? Uh-huh. So, like, let's kind of, like, think about this whole, like, Beyonce move they were talking about as far as, like... Lemonade? Um, no, so they were saying kind of like um, like Kanye and, uh, you know, Kim K, you know, they sent, like, 150000 And you they know, threw worth them all away? Uh, well, they didn't throw it away. They kind of contributed shit. to the staff. Now, I think that... Now, if that's a genuine gesture to the people because the people that have provided, you know, um, I have two, you know, little ones. So, you know, from a hospital perspective and a nursing staff, they're a part of that experience. You know, mm-hmm. they're a part of, you know, being a part of the empire that we're yeah. building as far as our children and, you know, what we do for family. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking, like, you know, that contribution that was sent, I think that's that's peace. I think that's great. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, what? I mean, they don't need that. Yeah. Yeah, so therefore, true. giving it to, like, the, the people that have been there, like, taking care of their, their children and, and the everything. experience. Yeah, and why not give back? Why not give it to them, care, right? Yeah. So then you think about this. Now, if somebody actually gives you something they consider to be of value, mm-hmm. okay? So we've extended something. You know, I want to show good favor. I want to mm-hmm. show, show good faith mm-hmm. uh, towards your brand. I want to be uh, peace towards mm-hmm. what we have going. So I, I offer this to you, okay? Now, if somebody offers you something 
in true, like authentic goodwill faith for you and what you're what you're doing, and then you turn around and give it to the next person in front of it's their a little face. Disrespectful. Do you see that? Do you, it's do you disrespectful. One hundred percent. You think so? One hundred percent. I think so. Even mm. if that person needed it more than you, so okay. therefore you already know in the pipeline. This you already is the know thing this is gonna... because when the idea of you doing that was created, it was for you. So this person's thought me handing you this cup. I'm like, this nigga's going to love this cup. He's going to love the drink in it. I even put a lime in there. This is for you. <laughs> this is for you, my nigga. Okay. And then you're like, that's cool. But I'm going to give it to my homeboy. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? Man? <laughs> yeah, he was thirsty. Because this thing is, he Wait, told so me he, he was thirsty. He, he turned it down? This thing. They, they passed it off to the next person. <laughs> but he turned it down. Yes, you said, he said no. No, no, no they they accepted it. No, they accepted it and, and then, then they, just gave it to somebody else. Yeah, that yeah. was in more. Oh, that yeah, but that was in need of it. Yes, that's what you were saying. Exactly. Like, yeah. like if you're not thirsty. Because the other piece to that is yeah, when you gave it to me, my boy right here, he already told me. He said, "Man, I would love to have like my own cup." I never with had like you, a lime in it with the lime with the lime in it. And this is what he's telling me. This is what my man was telling me. No, no. What's your stance on it? I said, I said, guess what? He's getting. I said, I said, guess what? I said, you know what, man? If you just hold tight. I'm going to get you that. I'm going to get you that solution. I'm going to get you that cup. I'm going to get you that line. And because you know what? I know within my pipeline, I have like an overabundance. You know, I have an overflow. My cup runneth over. (laughs) You can't can't drink (laughs) concrete when you're already drinking in the in the in the bike frost of being able to transport. Where where else are you going? You got everything. But this is how you're supposed to do it, though. You're supposed to accept the one that the person is giving you. Sure. And kick out your own money to give it to the other person. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing. He already told me what he's looking to get. He already told so, you. He so already told you. In, yeah, he when already... it comes in, when it comes in, and I already told him, look, I'm gonna definitely. I got get you. you that. Yeah. And the reason why I got you is because I already know I have an abundance. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about it. It's not about me having to hoard anything because what I want to do now, I have so much and I've enjoyed so much now. I truly want to be all about philanthropy. Mm-hmm. I want to be uh, philanthropic, I guess is what they call it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And what that means is everything that comes in is to be actually given away. Yeah. If I'm going to have that platform of being about philanthropy. Mm-hmm. And most people that are there, we're talking about like Beyonce, Oprah, Bill Gates. Because that's the thing. I mean, it gets to the point where you can't really get you anything else. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Too much so shit, therefore, yeah. my thing Like that is, cup is no longer special. Because <laughs> yeah. you have a whole shelf of it. Because not, and it. not only do I have a whole shelf, I can buy 10 more shelves. Yeah, and yeah. I got them custom and everything. But this guy's in need of it. So mm-hmm. not even in need. Yeah. But it'd be great for them to experience. Oh, it's all about right. having experience. So you don't feel bad at the whole pass off move. I think it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Because when you when you respect being humble, and see, that's why I bring it into Kendrick's offering in the space with this humble uh, track. He brought the word back on. I love it because, see, the first, the, the, the top layer is, uh, you know, be humble, be humble, be humble in the hook. And that's what everybody kind of like listens to. And that's what, bitch, you know, people hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, shut up. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. sit down, little bitch. Yeah. Yeah. What it says, it <laughs> says yeah. be humble. So I look at it like, you know, you break down the knowledge. You break down the knowledge. Sit down. So that's the thing. You break down, you really you really do the knowledge to that, right? Yeah, so being right. humble is already you contributing something in that space. You're, you're tailoring yourself to be humble mm-hmm. to, a, to an infrastructure mm-hmm. that you feel you need to be humble in. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So once you do that, you already have tailored yourself to that. He also says, sit down. And then he says, little bitch. Yeah. So it's like the difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because at that layers, bitch, because, sit down. Like, because most <laughs> you know? people will get what you got from that you from the beginning, but only the certain people will only understand it if you add the you bitch to it. Yeah, because yeah. Just keep, to, yeah, yeah. To, 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 let, to let you understand it, there's a, a, a there's, more depth. It's levels of this it's shit. Levels. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally, um, totally. So, yeah. So, um, so what I was thinking, um, we're coming up on our time anyway. Yeah, so, for sure. uh, I think I, mean, I pretty much ask you 
everything that I wanted to ask you today. Did awesome. you have any other anything mm-hmm. else that you wanted? Oh, no, no, I was just contributing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, did you have anything that you wanted to leave the people, your social media and stuff like that, and then we'll go ahead and start yeah. wrapping everything yeah, up? Yeah, totally, man. I appreciate that opportunity, man. Um, definitely check me out on remedyinsurance.org. Yes, sir. Uh, Remedy Insurance Solutions is just that. It is the solution for all things holistically that you might be uh, experiencing. So from a compliance perspective, anything you have going on from a uh, auto health, health and welfare, um, just life planning, you know, it's kind of protection for life. So as you're, you know, a single individual and you're looking at, you know, um, as, they, as, as my man uh, AJ has coined, like securing the bag, it's all about <laughs> the, the true security is based on um, creating an insured infrastructure. Mm. So if you're going to secure something, okay, that means you definitely have to, uh, yeah, you definitely, you definitely have to uh, put the, the, the pieces in motion, mm-hmm. To secure that fact, exactly. or what, or what will happen is, and what ha- what does happen, will just become churn in the business matrix. And yeah. churn is always factored into all business matrix. So as you make money, if you don't do anything with it, if you don't insulate it correctly, then you'll just be churn, meaning mm-hmm. that you'll have experiences, but they'll never be long lasting to build wealth or to uh, build legacy. So mm-hmm. remedy, um, you know, solutions is where I can be. Uh, contacted. I always have a um, blog and information out there mm-hmm. free um, just to keep people informed. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, that's what I got going on in the space, man. Oh, For nice. sure. Totally. Nice, man. And that's the Gerald Cobb interview, a.k.a. Yeah, Cheap yeah. Money. Yeah. So we're going to see y'all next week. For All sure. Right, see you later. Peace.